Welcome back to Marriage Builders Radio. So glad you could join us today. Um, I'm thinking we've got so many things I want to pass on to before we get into the emails here. We'll do it in this segment, and then the following portion of the show, we'll be getting to the emails that have come our way. Okay. Okay. Um, we got a request um, today, actually, from a woman in Russia, and she said they're interested in um, translating his needs, her needs, building an affair-proof marriage by Willard F. Harley Jr. into Russian. Could you please advise if the rest Russian translation rights are available? Um, anyway, and she goes on. So is it in Russian? Is his needs, her needs in it Russian? It is, actually, and I'm going to have to check up to see what the status of that is. Whenever we give a licensing agreement, uh, part of the licensing agreement is that they actually have to print the books within a certain period of time, and they have to send us copies of it so that we know that they are, in fact, printed. Uh, they have to be available. We have to get a website address that where the book can be bought, you know. But I think we did give a licensing agreement to somebody, but I'll have to check up on it. I have a funny story that about uh, 20 years ago, the, the His and Eternities course has been out now since 1986, so there was a period oh, of time. Oh, that sounds so long ago. I know. Se- several, uh, year, 10 years ago, uh, I, got a, I got an email from a student in a university in Moscow who said that she really appreciated my book, uh, His Needs, Her Needs, Building an Affair-Proof Marriage, because they had used the book in their, um, in their, in their course on marriage and family. Hmm. But we had not licensed <laughs> the book. <laughs> okay, all right. So anyway, that book was being distributed, through, distributed throughout uh, Russia, yeah, and I had heard many people actually comment about the fact that they really enjoyed reading my book and all without a licensing agreement. Um, so anyway, the fact that they are now looking for a second licensing agreement tells me that Russia is is improving <laughs> in, their, in their respect good, good. for other okay. people's well, copyrights. We'll definitely pass this on to the publishing house, yeah, right. and and uh, hopefully it'll it'll right. get done. And of course, even though. You know, we have mixed emotions. Granted, we want everything to be done legally, yes, right. but then the other ha- side is we're so glad. We're so people glad that people are reading yep. it and mm-hmm. applying it, and it's helping marriages around the world. So sure. that's where we're going to leave it. But I just thought that was interesting. Um, just a couple more things that are that are in the news that I wanted just to get a re- to comment on and react during this time of uh, social distancing and being. Uh, in you know hunker down in our homes etc it's affected a lot of weddings in fact in our distant family there was a wedding that has been postponed because of this virus Mm -hmm. and probably not will not take place until fall but i was reading here that there was a couple in mint hill south carolina decided not to cancel their wedding but went virtual instead their pastor will officiate through skype all the way from washington state and family members will watch on Facebook Live. The family will be there without being there, so they are all safe in their homes. They advise couples facing the same challenge to try to remember they have each other. So anyway, I thought that was an interesting thing, and I thought, ah, I don't, I, I don't know how I feel about that. At, at first, I thought, 
oh, they're missing the ceremony and, and all the tradition and the memories and the photos, etc. I'm sure they'll take photos still. Mm-hmm. A very unique concept. It was a time of our the world, you might say, that will go down in history. And they chose to get married during that time. So I thought, why not? I thought that was a great idea. Yeah. Well, weddings are especially uh, dangerous when it comes to contagion. Um, and again, I think I mentioned this last time we did a show together that the German researcher that I read said that anything that's effusive, he likes the word effusive, uh-huh. where you're basically spitting things out, <laughs> <laughs> like weddings, yeah. for example, and, and, and the, 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 the celebration afterwards. Well, so, there, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of fun going on. Yeah. Yes. A lot right. of fun. So mm-hmm. basically, it'd be baseball games, and it would be uh, choir practice. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it would be, um, you know, going to a bar. Where uh, you're effusive. Where you're effusive, <laughs> yeah. So he was saying that basically businesses where they don't have much in the way of effusiveness, um, basically they're pretty safe when it comes to the contagion of something like this coronavirus. And it's a uh, interesting point. I think that as time goes by, we're going to discover that there are situations that we should avoid if we are particularly vulnerable like you and me. If you are not particularly vulnerable, I think that people are going to be willing to take their chances as long as they are careful. And many people have pointed out that as a result, once we get back to what will be a new normal, it's never going to be quite the same. Some people say that things are going to change. Mm-hmm. A handshake for once. There's a lot of talk. Will we be doing handshakes? And I think regarding weddings, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, it was tradition and we had to do it because it's tradition, but I didn't really enjoy the day. Yeah. Too much was expected of me and others in my family, and it turned out to be a grind. And although we have wonderful photos to remember the occasion, we got to see family members that we hadn't seen for a while. Um, I'm glad it's a wonderful memory now. Sure. So I think that is going to introduce some new ideas on how to do various things in society that we used to think had to be done a certain way. And I think now we're going to be looking at new ways and be more accepting of them. Well, and I think we've been moving in that direction already. Mm -hmm. In other words, more and more people are communicating without actually being face-to-face. And with our technology the way it is, uh, really, um, you can have a very deep relationship with somebody that is not anywhere close to you. Um, and so I think that w- this this practice that we've got now where we got to be communicating distant will simply push that trend further along. So I, I'm not exactly sure we're going to be coming back to having a lot of situations where there are a lot of people together. Well, we'll see how that. Yeah. For sure, <laughs> at the beginning, it's going to be, we're going to be a little precarious about mm-hmm, it. Right. But how, you feel okay about it? I mean, them doing the wedding by Skype and Facebook Live? I think it's fine. What do you think? I do. Yeah. And it's the couple that made the decision together. Sure. They wanted to be married now. They didn't want to put mm-hmm. it off. Family members might be a little bit disappointed, but yet they're including them sure. in, in through these um, it, you know social media outlets. Yeah. So see, I think see, that's I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm a modern, high-tech person. Yeah. And 
I can see the wisdom. Oh of yeah, that yeah. Sort of thing. We we get just so high <laughs> in the high tech part of it. There's no doubt about it. We're almost up against a, a break here, but also I read that China reported a spike in divorce cases since COVID nineteen outbreak. The reason couples couldn't the reason couples couldn't stand spending so much time with each other. Now my twist on this would be that they could not stand spending so much time together when they were so many love busters. Because if the love busters were not there, they would enjoy this extra time and know how to work out this strange event together. Yeah, the other way of looking at it is what they did in China is pretty extreme. I mean, you couldn't leave your house. There, yeah, there, at least there we were can go police for walks outside and, going up and down the street. And if go anybody in our car. left their house, they'd yeah. be arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, you even have a situation in France where you've got to actually have an excuse to leave your house. Okay, but that's not our role, granted. But if that were the case, we would get along. We would do it. We wouldn't look for a divorce. My point is that if you enjoy each other, they can be extreme measures. And you're not going to ask for a divorce when it's over because you can't stand being together. See my point? Well, I I think that you and I have really never spent a whole day in the house together. I don't have we? Oh yeah. Can yes. you remember? Oh yeah, sure we have. Yeah. I right, mean most exactly. mostly what we do no, is we when I had my surgery we couldn't go anywhere. Oh that's true. And uh you were you know, I didn't want to go anywhere and you stayed. I think here though with that me. was a special occasion where both of us sort of This is a very special said, occasion okay, too. We gotta get through this thing. And we did. We did through that one, and we'll get through this one, too. Okay, when we come back, we're going to answer the questions that you have sent us on today's Marriage Builders Radio. 